To all the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, my name is Courtney Wilde, and I was sexually abused by Jeffrey Epstein as a child. In 2008, the U.S. attorney in Florida gave him a free pass on abusing me and many other victims. We weren't even told this was happening, and our rights were violated. I never had the chance for my voice to be heard. The government, my voice was muted by the same government that was supposed to protect me. The Defendant's Commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh. I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. Guys, welcome to this serial snippet. It is me, Brendan Shea. I'm by myself today. The lovely Weebs is not with me. You heard that clip at the beginning of the snippet, um, and I didn't want to make this like a regular episode, but I have been nose deep, like down deep into the whole Jeffrey Epstein uh, story, the whole criminal case behind it and everything, and it just goes off the rails, man. It is crazy. And for just one thing I'm going to say, like right off the bat, if anybody thinks that this guy killed himself in jail is crazy. They think that you're crazy because you say that because they think it's a conspiracy. But this thing goes so deep, so deep that there's no way that this guy being the narcissist that he was for years found himself able to get away with anything. And he did get away with anything that he literally wasn't going to get out of this. And I guarantee you there probably would have been some kind of something that worked in his favor. So I don't honestly think that being that type of personality, he would have killed himself. But let's get into this right now. On this show, and also Annie's live show, we have talked about a lot about missing and exploited children. We've talked about it quite a bit. And so many children are abused mentally, physically, and sexually. Our duty as adults, especially us whom are parents, have a due diligence to protect the most vulnerable, our children, no matter what their age. I mean, our laws and elected officials are supposed to protect the most innocent of our society. Well, in 2008, in Miami, Power, Wealth, and Blackmail sent a man who was known to be exploiting young girls for sex. He was let back on the streets. Now, you honestly, how can you comprehend this? There's so much behind this showing that he was doing this 10 years for 10 more years he trafficked girls young girls between the ages of 12 to 17 and the exact quote that he said to these girls was the younger the better that was his preference and if you haven't guessed it yet this man was jeffrey epstein okay 
The laws put in place by our makers in this case did not apply to this man. Why? 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 Because he had money. And how? We don't know. We don't know what exactly what happened behind closed doors in 2008 because he got away. No, he, he got away with it. He, he was free. He was basically free. He basically had the jail as his hotel for 13 months. So let's listen to this clip right now. And this is cl this clip comes from MSNBC, and it's a little long. And I wanted to play a little bit of this because I wanted you to hear how the media started to react to a lot of this stuff that came forward. And this happened after his arrest in 2019 when he was arrested in New York in July of this past year. So let's take a listen to this clip, and you can hear for yourself the debauchery and bullshit that went down in Miami. A man Donald Trump once described as, quote, a lot of fun to be with. 66-year-old billionaire financier Jeffrey Epstein was in court today where he pleaded not guilty to charges of sex trafficking of minors and conspiracy to commit sex trafficking of minors. Investigators also say they seized a trove of photographs of underage girls from Epstein's Manhattan residence over the weekend. The Southern District of New York leading this prosecution of Epstein. He was previously investigated in Florida and ultimately not prosecuted, a decision that could rock the Trump administration in the coming days and weeks, along with members of Epstein's circle who may also become ensnared. Here's U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman today. The alleged behavior shocks the conscience. And while the charge conduct is from a number of years ago, it is still profoundly important to the many alleged victims, now young women. They deserve their day in court. The New York Times writes of today's charges, quote, Mr. Berman's decision to seek an indictment in Manhattan was an implicit rebuke of the decision by prosecutors in Miami in 2008 to enter an agreement with Mr. Epstein that allowed him to avoid federal prosecution and a possible life sentence. And here's where the story goes from lurid and tragic to potentially explosive for the Trump administration. That implicit rebuke is a rebuke of a deal negotiated by a current member of Donald Trump's cabinet, his secretary of labor, Alex Acosta, who previously served as the top prosecutor in South Florida and negotiated that non-prosecution agreement for Epstein. Julie K. Brown, investigative reporter for the Miami Herald, who has done groundbreaking work on this story, work that happened to be credited today by those prosecutors in New York, wrote this last fall. Quote, Acosta allowed Epstein's lawyers unusual freedoms in dictating the terms of the non-prosecution agreement. The report adds Epstein and four of his accomplices named in the agreement received immunity from all federal criminal charges. But even more unusual, the deal included wording that granted immunity to any potential co-conspirators who were also involved in Epstein's crimes. As part of the agreement, Acosta agreed, despite a federal law to the contrary, that the deal would be kept from the victims. That reporting from Julie K. Brown kicked off a firestorm of controversy around Trump's labor secretary. But when Trump was asked about Acosta in February, he played dumb. Mr. President, do you have any concerns about the Labor Secretary's handling of the Jeffrey Epstein case? I really don't know too much about it. I know he's done a great job as Labor Secretary, and uh, that seems like a long time ago, but I know he's, he's been a fantastic Labor Secretary. 
That's all I can really tell you about it. That's all I know about it. The old long time ago excuse, we've heard that before. And on Epstein, Trump's comment to New York Magazine in 2002 stands out today. He was give, he gave that comment around the, around the time period covered in today's indictment. The president said this, quote, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. He's a lot of fun to be with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. No doubt about it. Jeffrey enjoys his social life. But what's old is new, and today Epstein is behind bars, at least until his bail hearing next week. Also today, the White House and the president. So not only was he scot-free, they made the victims look like they were prostitutes. These are children. These are children. You know, they use the line, well, they came on to me, and that's a, that's a, a, a profound pedophile thing. They came on to me. They are not the age of consent. We are supposed to protect them. This is a child. And these women's lives were ruined by this man. And he didn't care. It was all for his own gratification. And not only his gratification, he was trafficking these girls to his powerful friends. His rich, powerful friends. Movie stars, politicians, big-name scientists, you know, teachers, professors at these big colleges. I mean, all over the place. He was... And royalty, let's not forget royalty, but we'll get into that. But he was trafficking these young girls all over the world. All over the world, not just in the United States, all over the world. And one of the clips you heard also was our president. And I don't want to make this political, and I didn't want this podcast to be some kind of conspiracy theory podcast, but this is a crime story, okay? And we're going to get into a little bit more of the, not just the... The conspiracy behind a lot of this but this is this is legit stuff guys this is legit stuff but you heard in the clip that our president all right uh acted like he you know oh yeah i, I knew him a long time ago uh, i didn't you know i, I kind of you know haven't talked to him forever but our own president pulls the old change the subject the the politician thing as soon as you know you bring up one thing you misdirect everybody to go the other way and <laughs> there's no way I mean, you hung out with this guy numerous times and he made the quote, you heard it in there, that he liked girls young. I mean, you're with these people all the time. You know that they're with young girls all the time. You have to have some idea of what's going on. People knew what he was doing, especially his little entourage of, you know, people he had with him all the time. And it's not that they are they are guilty of anything. I mean, he had victims that he he sexually abused and then he made those girls go out and and find more bring him more girls because they were getting to the age where they no longer were in his preference anymore so he would have them he would pay them to go bring him younger girls and it was just a, a revolving cycle man and he had his his girlfriend Ghislaine Maxwell who became his business associate for years and nobody knows either how they even got together or why they got together but they both had immeasurable wealth and to this day nobody knows where all this money came from so this became big news headlines uh by a and this is the thing guys you know i'm just gonna you know backtrack a little bit i don't want to get into this story all the details because there's so much there's so many podcasts out there and i'm kind of on a rant right now because i listen to jim clemente from real crime profile the podcast and he like you know he's a He's an awesome dude, and he does his work. And hear how pissed he was when he heard a lot of the the stuff coming out on this man. Made me just like, yeah, this is BS, dude. This is a bunch of crap. And 
Julie K. Brown was the was the one in the Miami Herald who broke this story and got everybody involved and 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 put it in the 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 media spotlight. I mean, she's the one who did the due diligence and the work, and she followed the story, and that's why we we know a lot of the stuff that we know. Real Crime Profile does a whole breakdown of another podcast uh, called The Mysterious Mr. Epstein. So if you get a chance to listen to that, it has a lot of Julie K. Brown's uh, interviews and stuff like that. Check these two podcasts out. There's another one that just came out called Broken, and it's about. Jeffrey Epstein and another one called Monster in the Darkness I think it is it's about Jeffrey Epstein too they're really good podcasts and they detail a lot of this whole story and they do make mention and this is the greatest thing all these people when they heard breaking news that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide immediately everybody jumped on us like there's no way this guy committed suicide no way because well, let's just go over, like, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that because on August 10th of this year, 2019, Epstein was found dead in his cell in one of the highest secure jails in the world where a ton of convicts had been held, high profile ones, okay? And the weird thing is, and this is the whole thing where everyone gets in the conspiracy side of this, is that the place is supposed to be monitored heavily by security footage. That night, the security footage in that wing of the building just happened to malfunction right? The night that Jeffrey Epstein commits suicide. Um, there was different guards on duty, not the same night guards, but different ones were called in. And there was like, you know, all these weird things, right? And they raided Jeffrey Epstein's properties and they found all these DVDs because Jeffrey Epstein was obsessed with recording all this stuff. I think he did it for two reasons. And a lot of other people think he did it for two reasons, too. One is because I think he enjoyed having video of this, you know, sex with young girls or whatever he was doing, getting massages with young girls. And secondly, when he trafficked out a girl in his property, I think he had blackmail on some of these high-profile people. A lot of high-profile people. Now, I could have got into the whole 2008 scandal with that, with why he walked free, but you heard the clip and you can, you know, make note of that for yourself. But there are a lot of podcasts, as I said, that go deeper into this and you need to check them out. And this is a story that is worth talking about because it's not a conspiracy, guys. This is not a conspiracy. This is the high, rich elite at work here. Jeffrey Epstein had nothing to lose because he was already had it all, okay? So this guy probably would have, he would have took a plea deal and said, listen, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of footage of people having sex or doing things with underage girls, high profile people. I'll give it all to you in order of this. And then that's how these things work. And this guy had gotten away with it before. What made him think he couldn't get away from it again? I honestly think one of two things. He was either killed by somebody in the jail who wanted him dead because he was a pedophile. And as we all know, in prison, there's their own form of justice. Or secondly, there was a rumor that he was a spy for Assad. And maybe they realized, oh, his time is up. We don't need him anymore. We got too much to lose with him being alive. Let's kill him. Because the autopsy came back from the New York, the New York uh, coroner, New York State coroner, saying that he died by hanging. But Jeffrey Epstein's brother had another forensic pathologist come in there, witnessed the autopsy, and he said his hyoid bone was broken, which is consistent with somebody who was strangled. His eyes were in a weird fixed state that only you only see with somebody who's been strangled to death. Not taking their own life, not hanging. So guys, there's so much to this story. There's so much for it to be looked into and dissected, and it's just, it's nuts, man. It's nuts that this story 
have broke at this time when people think that conspiracies and everything else, you're nuts if you have these conspiracies. But when you have millions and billions of dollars, you can buy anything. And it is 100% true. You can buy your freedom. You can buy people's silence. You can buy whatever you want, anything. And it just goes to show you that, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to make this political, but none of these people that are up there really do care about us. Look at these girls in Miami. The injustice that were given to them when they went to the authorities and said, listen, this guy is abusing us. He's using us for, you know, sex and bringing more girls and trafficking girls out. And they did nothing. They did nothing. The highest level of people made this go away. So tonight, when you're hanging out with your families, think about these kind of things and protect everyone that you love. Because it's really scary to think about that the people that we trust to protect us with the laws and everything else and the justice system that we've developed as a nation, it can fail you sometimes. So enough of my rant and enough with that. But like I said, if you want to check out a lot of these podcasts, check them out there wherever you find podcasts. Just look up Jeffrey Epstein Podcast, man, and you will go down this wormhole. And it will probably make you just as angry as it made me and Jim Clemente. So, guys, we're coming down to the end. We have one episode left this season. It's going to be our Christmas special. And we are so excited. Me and Annie did this last year for her show and we both were laughing the whole time like we're gonna go out on a happy note not a crime note something that is lore something that is a mystery and we're gonna take you into 2020 with that we're gonna end 2019 on a a high note and when we come back guys it's probably gonna get dark right away I'm just warning you we have all these stories we're looking into that are really sad so guys please continue to check out our podcast just because you don't hear from us doesn't mean we're not there. We got a lot going on, as, as, as you well know. And once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for everything you've done for us this year. The support, the shares, the comments, the stories, everything. The five-star reviews. Tell your friends. Continue to go there. Tell your friends to leave a five-star review for us. And it helps you know us get out there more and more. And we'll be coming back on a different platform. We'll still be with Paranormal Warehouse, but I think I'm doing away with SoundCloud and going somewhere else so we can stream a lot more. Uh, Guys, like I said before, please be aware. And I say that all the time. And be safe because I literally mean it. Because this is a scary, scary world. And you've heard me say it on this podcast. You've heard me say it on other shows if you've, you know, follow me at all. But the real monsters aren't lurking in outer space or in the woods. The real monsters could be your next door neighbor. So always watch out for everyone that you love. Be aware and be safe. I'll see you guys next week. Once again, thank you for listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. Check us out weekly on Paranormal Warehouse at ParanormalWarehouse.com, on iTunes at Serial Spirits, and on SoundCloud. Please rate and review the show. Follow us on all your social media apps. Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Serial Spirits. On Twitter at Serial Spirits and on Instagram. Until next time, be aware and be safe. Well, I'm right.